listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday the 19th of July and you are listening to Recap. Today on the show we talk about F45's listing on the New York Stock Exchange. Is it Z Energy or Z Energy? Regardless, the fuel company posts its latest operating data and there's a big decision on the horizon. And we talk about the latest addition to the S&P 500 index. Welcome to the show, I'm Alice Roundtree, I'm a financial analyst. And I'm Jose Barbosa, content producer to the stars. We are here to recap some of the events shaping these share markets today so you can be a more informed investor in around 10 minutes or so. We're broadcasting from Sharesies, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. Word to that, hey Alice, first episode. It is, I'm excited. I'm so excited, I'm so excited I brushed my teeth. Did you? I, I, I usually do, Yeah. quite often, but just okay. not like sort of midway through the afternoon. I just, want, I just wanted to be fresh. Yeah, nice. I'm an advocate for that. Yeah, yeah. cool. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm really keen to get started, but let's, uh, let's first consider the following. We do have to say this. Investing does involve risk. You aren't guaranteed to make any money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. Speak to a licensed financial advice provider for advice specific to your financial situation. Thanks, Jose. No problem, no problem. As we say, that's just one of those things we have to say. Yep. But now, have you ever done an F45 workout? I I did not know that. They existed, workouts or F45 workouts. Ah, okay. Well, I guess I should inform you what F45 is then. That would be great, thank you. So it's a global fitness company Mm -hmm. founded in 2013 in Sydney, Australia. Uh, They offer 45-minute circuit workouts, which have become quite popular. So they've grown to have around 1,500 studios and have sold around 2,800 franchises across 63 countries, including here in New Zealand. Nice one. Yeah, and um, Mark Wahlberg, the actor, you know him? Yeah, Marky Mark. Yeah, so you've, yeah. you've heard of him, but not F45. Yes. He um, is, he backs the company as well. Oh, right, so he's like uh, an investor. He, my understanding is he is a shareholder. Okay, cool. Um, but he is a fan of their workouts. Great, that and cryogenically frozen, freezing himself as well, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, he gets he does ice baths or something like that. Oh, great. <laughs> Good for him. So F45... Mm-hmm. They listed on the New York Stock Exchange last Thursday. Right, okay. So as a reminder, when a company lists, that means it becomes publicly traded. So you can buy and sell shares in it via an exchange. Now, the ticker of F45 is, I thought this was quite fun, FXLV. So oh, it's right. F and then 45 in Roman numerals. Oh, nice. Actually, we should, we, one day we should talk about how they, they get those little tickers. That would be an interesting rabbit hole to go down. That would be a great rabbit hole. So the company went public. How does that work? So the way it was done was through an initial public offering. This is quite the traditional way for a a company to go public. So it includes the company issuing new shares to the public to raise money for the business. Now, F45 actually planned to go public last year by a different method called a special purpose acquisition company, but that got cancelled because of the pandemic last year, which shut down some of the F45 studios. Okay, so how much money did the company raise and what's it going to do with it? So F45 sold its shares for around about $16, which valued the company at around $1.5 billion US dollars. Um, but of this, so the company raised about $325 million from their IPO. 
And it's said that it wants to use around about 190 million of this to repay debt that it has within the company, um, along with a couple of million to pay cash bonuses to some of its staff, and then around about 25 million to purchase an indoor cycling chain called Flywheel. Um, and then any other uh, cash that's got left over will be used to pay some expenses related to the IPO and for other general purposes of the company. Mm, great stuff. Thanks so much for that update, Alice. I mean, uh, it's so great working here at Shares. I get to learn what IPO means. Yeah, there's lots of different acronyms that you'll get to learn about. I can't wait. Um, uh, the, only, the only last time I heard IPO was in uh, Meet the Fockers. That oh, movie. really? Yeah, well, well, uh, well, Owen Wilson. And he's like that really rich, like chilled out guy. And he goes, oh, I got early and early on some wireless IPOs. That's, that's literally the only time I've ever heard IPO. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Until now. Until now. On to our next story, Alice. Uh, I was wondering how you pronounce the last letter of the alphabet, Z or Z? I say Z, like that, you know, late 90s Kiwi rock band. Yeah, totally. No, I, oh, yeah, I remember Z a lot. Um, How do uh, you say it? I, well, it depends. I sort of flip between Z and Z. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Z is the British pronunciation, oh. which is also the New Zealand pronunciation, apparently. And Z is the American. My partner absolutely loses it when I pronounce it Z because she thinks it should be Z. Right, so you'd so you'd say Z energy. I would say I would say Z energy if I'm trolling my partner. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because Z energy or Z energy, I might as well say it correctly, released their quarterly operating data today. Um, so maybe this is something you can help me with, Alice. Is there any difference between a company releasing their earnings and operating data, or or are they the same thing? Uh, they are different things. Right. So earnings reports. That's quite an American term. We'd probably call them annual reports or interim okay. reports here in New Zealand. Yeah. They're traditionally financial-based, so all about the, the dollars and the numbers, mm. whereas um, operating reports might focus more on non-financial data, things like uh, number of customers or transaction volumes, uh, some of those other metrics that can help um tell you about the performance of a company. Okay, that's really cool. Well, there's a couple of things that sort of top line things of interest that came from um, the operating data data that Z Energy released. Mm -hmm. Um, Just quickly, retail volumes are up uh, by 51.5% versus the prior corresponding period, as they termed it, which of course was the period when COVID uh, happened. We kind of had the most intense lockdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Weekly convenience store sales, so people going and buying their pies, buying their their frozen yogurts, were up by 14% versus the same period. Um, And they say that they've maintained their their market share, um, again, versus the same period in both petrol and diesel. They're kind of hovering between 45 and uh, 40% market share. Right. And then so how were their margins over well, that period? Well, the margins for Z were down slightly due to increasing the increasing price of crude oil and mix. But there are interesting times, even more interesting times ahead for the company. How so? Well, Z has reconfirmed, I almost said Z there, Z has reconfirmed that it will vote in favour of a motion that, if it goes ahead, will basically end oil refining in New Zealand. That does seem big. What's going on there? Well, it is big and it does need some explanation. So the fuel industry in New Zealand is supplied kind of like by two ways. Um, one by overseas supply, of course, uh, you know, oil getting sh- mm-hmm. shipped in. Yep. And um, by oil getting refined in New Zealand at the Marsden Point refinery. So Z, Mobile and BP, between them own around roughly 45% of refining New Zealand. Refining New Zealand was responsible for running the Marsden Point refinery. Now, last year, Refining New Zealand did a study 
Um, this is basically after COVID, saying they got smashed by COVID and the sort of decrease in demand and uh, due to international competition as well. So the, lots of refineries getting um, built in Asia, for example. Mm-hmm. It's no longer really commercially feasible to make oil in New Zealand. And you're seeing this all over the news and, of course, jobs getting lost uh, at the refinery and the, the government stepping in every now and then. Shareholders will vote at the AGM, at the Refining New Zealand AGM in August, whether or not to go ahead with the board's recommendations. And the recommendations are basically that they don't make any more oil, it just becomes an import facility, just to get you know, fuel from overseas and to be the point where it all goes. So coming back to Z, they reckon that for on their side of things, that'll free up $150 million worth of capital, which they say they'll use to reduce their debt and to, quote, transition to a low-carbon future, end quote. Um, so I think that might be a good one to look out for in the future. Certainly when the AGM happens, we'll probably report on it here. Right. So, on a recap. So, yeah, just keeping an eye on what's happening in the in the big oil space. Absolutely. Right. So speaking of COVID, I have news about a company that creates one of the COVID vaccines. Okay, which one's that? Uh, Moderna. They're oh, a biopharmaceutical Moderna. company. As I mentioned, um, they have become a bit of a household name because – their vaccine is one of the approved ones over in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's been happening with them? So they have been added to the S&P 500 index. What is an S&P 500 index? So this is the index that measures the performance of the top 500 leading companies listed on stock exchanges over in the US. Oh, okay, right. So it's used as a gauge for performance of the large US companies and a bit of a measure for the US stock market. So Moderna will be added into the index from when markets open on Wednesday. And it will be replacing another biopharmaceutical company, Alexian Pharmaceuticals. And that's been actually taken over by one of those other providers of the COVID vaccine, AstraZeneca. Mm. Um, and so that's why it's been removed from the index. Right. So why is this important to Moderna? So S&P 500 is one of the most followed indexes in the world um, for stocks, that is. Yeah. And it has around $4.6 trillion worth of assets tied to the performance of the index. So there's a whole lot of funds out there that track the performance of the index and they try and match it. And they'll do that by holding some shares in all of the companies that make up the index. Um, and or that's one way to do it. So that means that those funds that are trying to match the performance of the mm. index, they might have to add Moderna into their portfolios to keep those 500 companies in, in there. Oh, right. So, okay, cool. So what happened to the announce, uh, What happened after the announcement was made? So Moderna's share price jumped up after S&P made the announcement and it's perceived that this is because demand for the stock has gone up as the index funds are sort of rebalancing their portfolios to reflect this change. Right, okay, cool. Oh, man, so much news and it's only Monday. Alice, what is up for the rest of the week? We're expecting some earnings reports from over in the US. So this week, expecting some from some of the major airlines. Cool. Um, United Airlines, American Airlines and Southwest Airlines. Oh man, let's see what happens, eh? Uh, that's us for today though. Always a pleasure, Alice. And thanks to you out there for listening in. Don't forget to sign up to the Lunch Money newsletter from Sharesies. There is a link to it in the episode description. It drops three times a week and is packed with even more news and stuff you need to know. We'll see you tomorrow. Matiwa. See you then. <laughs>